1: hey, are you letting physical issues define you and hold you back? Well, what if they are actually inspiration from the divine? That's why I am so delighted to chat with Matthew Skagowski today, because at six months old, he had both of his legs in casts and was misdiagnosed with MS. As it turns out, a spinal tumor was the real issue. So he got to enjoy multiple surgeries before the age of 10 that left him with a permanently deformed left leg. Well, Matthew is not one to rest on his laurels. He decided you can do whatever you set your mind to, no matter what the circumstances. And that became embedded in his soul. It actually inspired Matthew to become a competitive ski racer in middle school, and he competed in lots of other sports in high school and college. Matthew's Moxie earned him the youngest sales rep, rookie of the year, and rep of the year in his first two years at his company. Well, after 28 years in the business, Matthew decided to share the same principles in his three book series called Unlocking Your Greatest Assets Through Challenge, Struggle, and Adversity, inspiring others to find their. Their full potential and become their best selves is Matthew's true passion. Matthew, I am so delighted, so excited, so honored that you could join us today.
2: Well, Elaine, it's a pleasure to be here and uh, very humbled hearing that. So thank you so much for the wonderful introduction.
1: (laughs) Well, I love where you're going because you're really kind of the embodiment of what I coach people to do. Set an intention and that message that you gave yourself, no matter what's going on here, I can overcome it. I can still have an incredible life. And then aligning your attention on all the things that are working with you, that that's brilliant. I love, you are the embodiment of everything I teach. So (laughs) yay. I,
2: I, uh, I, I really like what you just said, because I think that, um, you know, I think basically a lot of people get really stuck with the fact that something happens to them and suddenly, you know, your world's turned upside down. And instead of looking at what, you do have all the things that you do have, you focus on this one thing that just doesn't happen to work the right way. And, and, and all your intention is on that. And you, and you don't focus on the things that do work. And so it's like, it's basically having a solution minded attitude um, that, that says, well, wait a minute, just because I can't do this, What about if I can do something else? Or what can I do? So it's really just shifting your mindset into a a what I can do type of attitude. And then what's really impressive or interesting about that is that it opens up all these doors to possibilities. So the limitations go away and a door of possibilities opens
1: up. That is beautiful. That is brilliant. Well, we're going to come together to set an intention. And an intention Mm -hmm. is how we want to feel and what we want to create through our collaborative conversation today and have the audience experience with us. And so I find this incredibly powerful. Psychiatrists have discovered something they call priming. Priming is where you read a series of words and if they're empowering words and then you take a test, you do pretty well on the test, better Mm -hmm. than you expected. If you read disempowering words before taking the test, you do much worse on the test. So it's kind of like setting your expectations. But I view it as more like opening up your peripheral vision or activating your unconscious mind. So that all these strandom little bits of information that normally you probably wouldn't have paid attention to, or it wouldn't have been meaningful to you, all of a sudden, it comes into your awareness. And you're just much more receptive to all the blessings that are there for you. That's what's so powerful about intentions.
2: There's another term that I like to use called I I I kind of came up with it, but it's it's along the abundance type of mindset. It's it's called proactive anticipation, and so we we can it works either for you or against you. And so what you were just referring to was basically when you start thinking in a negative type of tone or way in which like you anticipate this is not going to work out. I'm not going to do really well that is four times more powerful than a positive mindset. And so if you can just basically diffuse or remove the negative part of it, even if you don't want to jump on the positive bandwagon, that in itself is going to help you. Absolutely. And if you think it, yeah, I don't know if you heard this, but if, you, if that comes out of your mouth, something negative comes out of your mouth, it's 70 times more powerful. So the negative is way more powerful than the positive. And yet that's what everyone seems, the majority of people focus on, Negative things. You know, it just seems to be kind of our nature. So if you can just remove that, you're doing yourself a, a huge favor.
1: And the thing that I find so fascinating about what you just said yes, speaking something negative out is 70 times worse for you because unfortunately, you've got two ears that are listening to everything that comes out of mm-hmm. the one mouth. Mm-hmm. And In reality, you're blocking the guidance that you could be receiving from the divine, from the God of your understanding. And so I've got a specific structure that I use for my intentions. I always start with in love and light because Mm -hmm. that's acknowledging that the God of your understanding is an active participant in supporting this intention and helping you make it come true because you're not in charge of knowing everything ahead of time and figuring everything out. It's more like you're typing an address into your GPS system and the intention is the address and so we've just notified the divine here's where we want to go and then of course it's only good manners to say thank you at the end so we do and then I close with it is done as a reminder to us that we finish typing you know we don't have to keep typing in the GPS The, the the message is there and it got through and then We actually hold the intention for 78 seconds. It will feel like the longest silence of your entire life because our brains are so busy with all this random stuff going through all the time and because we have shorter attention spans for the goldfish apparently now um the divine is like watching us run around like keystone cops they're like okay they have no clue what they want when you hold it for 78 seconds and one of the things that i can do sometimes that i find very effective I'll take just a few of the words out of the intention. And I'll just think those words over and over again and really focus on my heart. And I notice the energy in my body and where it's moving. Do I feel any hot or cold sensations, mm-hmm. any tingling any kind of movement like that is just a sign that the energy is moving, and that's all I need to do. I want to get the energy moving and let the divine help guide this conversation and this collaborative experience.
2: You got a lot. That's a lot to unpack, but I'll give you <laughs> I'll give you another perspective to look at it for your audience, to maybe just in a slightly different way, but exactly the same thing. So what you're talking about essentially is dwelling in the feeling. So for 78 seconds, dwell in what it feels like wherever you want to go. And that was the other part. You said, you know, don't worry about the how part, the how I'm going to get there. What am I going to need? Um, the resources, the things that is not your concern. Your concern is to have clarity in the destination. The road and the path will never be clear. So don't worry about it. (laughs) As long as you know where you're going and you make a decision that, and you make a decision, like you said, to put it in your GPS, just lock it in And then for your 78 seconds, I even say I I like to dwell on the feeling multiple times a day with things that I'm working on. And what's really cool about that is like usually we do think the vast majority of people do things backwards. (laughs) They work their butts off (laughs) to basically try and accomplish something and maybe over the course of years. And then let's say you finally reach that goal and that achievement and you enjoy it for maybe – a minute or two, and then it's gone, and then you're kind of like, now what? But what if you could enjoy that feeling every day? And and why not? And you know what ends up happening is that it actually ends up happening a lot faster and a lot sooner. It does.
1: It does. Yeah. When you hold this intention, you're experiencing that feeling now, before yep. you create it. And you know, people always say, well, you have to get to that level of energy before you manifest what you want mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. we're doing by holding yep. it for 78 seconds we're taking on that vibration that energy that experience and I enjoying savoring those emotions yeah. it's really powerful
2: i love i love the fact that you do 78 seconds because that actually is a really long time <laughs> we were just talking about this earlier and i think that's a great way to kind of start because sometimes you need to do a small step you say hey it's just 78 seconds dwell in the feeling for 78 seconds, and then you get better and better at it. So, yeah. very, cool. very cool, I love it. All
1: right, so let's go ahead and do this thing. I'm okay. gonna read the intention and then I'll set the timer for 78 seconds and I will let you know as soon as we're done. Okay, in love and light, we hold the intention that we experience all physical limitations as inspiration and support from the divine to continually show up as our highest selves. Thank you, Divine. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is done. we give thanks and so it is wow that was intense (laughs) what was your experience like Matthew
2: you know for me for me because of I think because I've been you know you know my background as far as you know everything I went through as a child it was really just really just a lot of gratitude and appreciation for for everything that I've you know the way I the way I grew up and and uh, all the things I had to go through and just where it's led me and And just really having a lot of uh, appreciation and gratitude for that so that's
1: beautiful because that's the best place to start gratitude Mm -hmm. and appreciation for sure well obviously we know a little bit about your background and why you came through this so strongly this passion this drive that you have why are you so passionate about helping other people achieve that same level of commitment that internal commitment
2: you know I will tell you that I really, truly believe it's my purpose for being here. And it took me a while to get to that point. Um, You know, I like you said, I grew up, I was misdiagnosed with MS. I have a deformed left leg. Um, I've had it pretty much ever since I was three years old. Went through a lot of different surgeries and had to come out of all that. But I I used this as really a, a tool. I call my leg my superpower. And, um, and it's just been such a blessing for me to have, and it's brought, you know, it's brought so many wonderful things into my life. Um, and it doesn't mean that everything's been perfect. I have certainly struggled and had my ups and downs, but, but to, you know, just act, to be able to have the kind of mindset and the way I think, and to not really worry or be stressed out about anything and really kind of learn how to, uh, have some self-worth and, happiness and and just joy and, and and even the simplest things in life and be able to really do anything i want to do which is you know an awesome feeling like i don't really ever feel limited by anything um you know to have that i realized i realized a number of years ago that it was really important for me to get my story out and and so i've always shared it with individual people kind of along the way but then a number of years ago i just it was really during covid when when I just had a, a, I would call it a divine experience. <laughs> and I came up with a method of writing inspirational pieces. And I was doing it extremely early in the morning, about 4.30 in the morning. And, you know, everybody's stuck in their homes. And I was going to a gym in a garage. And when it's dark out and it was just me and I I do these really hard workouts. And at the end, I'd sit on a bike and I would just kind of, I would be on my phone typing notes and I'd come up with these, ideas and then all of a sudden things just started coming to me and i will tell you that a lot of my writing it wasn't really written by me (laughs) it was written through me
1: yeah
2: i would have pieces i wrote that actually would bring me to tears because i would feel this like love and this energy flowing through me coming out and i would just be like oh my gosh like where did this come from
1: (laughs) yeah and And it's so cool that it's always there but we don't always access it And that's what I love about what you're doing is you're so committed to having that connection, to living into your potential. You're not letting anything slow you down or anything stop you. Yes, everybody has setbacks. Everybody gets course corrections from time to time. That's That's why we're guided, right? It's, It's just a sign. Oh, not that way. Go the other way, right?
2: Yeah, there, there was a pivotal moment even after that, though. I'll tell you, I, I wrote my first book and it really didn't go anywhere. It wasn't really what I wanted it to be. And it was done by a small publisher. And I, I kind of just thought, OK, well, I put this book out, whatever, you know, like I did my part. And I went through a, a very um, I wrote it. I wrote a, I wrote this in my book, The Mindset Game. And it it's called basically like how to, you know, how to actually like push through limits and to really like test yourself and and really about going beyond what you think you're really capable of. And I I had a near death experience, basically. I almost drowned. (laughs) And I was, I, I was on a boat, um, up on a lake on a very windy choppy day. and, And I, I was in the water and I just tried to swim after this buoy and nobody was really paying attention to me. And all of a sudden I got caught up in a current and, 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 and I found myself like 100 yards from the boat in 20 feet of water with nobody around. And I was pretty exhausted at that point. And I thought, I can't get back to the boat. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't swim back. So I'm swimming against current. And I'm thinking, well, I'm too far away from shore. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do here? And so I'm treading water, but I kept myself calm. And then, But I, but I, I felt like I went under a couple times, came back up. And I had these thoughts go through my head, like, "Oh my gosh, I might actually drown today." And I thought about, you know, the, the traditional things of my kids, my family. I'm sitting there looking at my then fiance on the boat and her daughter, and I'm going, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave them right now," <laughs> and they're gonna have no idea what happened to me. And I had to go to a place that I've never gone before. And I'm somebody who knows how to really like, you know, reach for something out of grasp. But this was beyond anything I've ever done. And it really just came down to a choice. Either I'm going to live or die. And um, the one thing that resonated with me more than anything else in that moment was, if you do not make it, you are not going to fulfill what you were sent here to do. Because I wasn't done and I knew it and 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 that propelled me <laughs> i have to live because i have to i have to fulfill what i was put here on this earth to do yeah. and i mean and and so i i tread water for 30 minutes they somehow someone finally saw me and by the time they got to me i was so exhausted i couldn't i couldn't even lift myself on the boat they had to drag me on the boat but somehow i stayed above water and made it and that so that day forward yeah that day forward I just told myself, "Okay, time to get it into gear," and my three book series was born. My fourth book will be done uh, December twenty fifth. It's available for pre order, and uh, and I'm doing speaking engagements. I'm on your in your podcast, and I just realized it's time for me to really. Amp it up!
1: <laughs> that is awesome. Well, Matthew, obviously here, this is the abundance journey, and mm. we're talking about the trials and tribulations of overcoming <laughs> physical limitations. How would you define abundance? Given your background, given the work that you do with your clients, how do you help them realize abundance? How do you define that?
2: You know, I mean, a lot of times people people hear the word abundance, and the first thing that comes to mind is money, right? Like, I mean, that's usually like. You know, that's the, the first thing at the top of mind, but I think of, I, I define abundance really as a, I like to call it a trifecta between health, wealth, and love. And and they're all really important because I, I, I don't believe that you can have one and not have the others. You know, and because we see it all the time. You know, you see someone who's super rich and who's literally depressed and they, you see suicides amongst some of the wealthiest people in the world. Um, you see people who you know who you know they 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 have no love in their life um and and it's very very depressing it's hard to just you know be alone and so i i think i think all of those or or even the the other one where you know you could when your health is suffering and it's really hard to enjoy the other things in life you know because you're just focused on you know there's people who live in constant disease states and so for me abundance is just really it's about being at peace. Um, it's about self-acceptance. It's about being completely open. <laughs> um, because a lot of people are completely closed off and you know, this, when you open yourself up to, I would say, open yourself up to your universe, um, amazing things can happen. <laughs> and so abundance is for me is really about allowing myself to get into a zone where, all of those things will flow in flow into me and i don't worry about you know like if money's flowing out i know it's going to flow right back in again and you know what i can also go through i can go through periods where my my then fiance unfortunately we split up and i've been alone i've been single for about a year and haven't dated at all but i've actually felt probably like more love in that time (laughs) than I have in a long time (laughs) because I'm just very much at peace with myself. And I know that there's another person who's, I'm being prepared and, you know, to, to meet along the, the path. And so it's just really having gratitude, appreciation for where you're at, um, where you're going. And, uh, and, and, and just to be open to allowing good things to come into your life.
1: Yeah, I, I love the way you defined abundance because you started out with the health, wealth, and uh, love. And at the same time, you started describing those emotions that we feel, that energy that we take on. And you talked about realizing, no, I need to fulfill my purpose. I am committed to fulfilling my purpose and I'm willing to do what it takes to be here to experience what I want to experience. That to me is the ultimate in abundance. It's that energy. I call it, yeah, baby, energy, where you are just on fire and you're so present and you're so ready to contribute your gifts. And you don't know what's coming. It's kind of like being in a room with massive amounts of presents. It's all going to be good. It doesn't matter what order you open them in. You can have fun no matter what's going to happen. So I love where you're coming from with that whole perspective on abundance. Cause yeah, that is a powerful place to live from.
2: It, it, it is. And, and it just, you know, here's the thing, like one of the reasons why I write about struggle, adversity, and challenges is because its I call it our common bond as human beings, regardless of our race, our ethnicity, uh, gender, whatever we want to identify as, our common bond as human beings is the, are really those three things. Because it's amazing... If you talk to enough people out there in the world, it's amazing how many things we actually kind of go through. The <laughs> same type of things, right?
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny because I was just going to ask you, is there a common symptom that you notice that people are struggling with right before they find your book or they find you to work with or whatever? Where are they typically stuck?
2: <laughs> so I I, I will say, I will say that this the sticking point is really I, I can define it in one in here one kind of clear message right here is that. We all struggle. Everyone, we're all going to go through struggle at some point in time. The difference is, is that some people have learned how to use struggle while oh. others let struggle use them. And if you are letting struggle use you, then it's it's not very much fun because you're not living in a state where you can, like, you can actually gain the benefits from it. And there's a, there's a enormous amount of benefits that come out of struggle, adversity, and challenges. It's really how we truly discover who we are. Because we go to, we go, and we, we, we find these things inside of us we didn't even know existed. But the only way to do it, there's only one way is to embrace it. You have mm-hmm. to. And mm-hmm. most run away. <clears throat> so most people true. run away.
1: And it's so interesting that you say that, because we were talking in the very beginning about how everything that we're given is actually inspiration and support from the divine to show up as our highest selves that was what we put in the intention and you're kind of circling back to that again in a slightly different way so i love what you're saying there because yeah con contrast is going to happen contrast is the difference between what is wanted and what is not wanted there are many things happening on the planet right now that nobody wants <laughs> conflicts that oh, are yeah. just beyond imagining and i realized i i recently read the book um the Map of Consciousness Explained, which is brilliant by David Hawkins. And in that book, he's talking about the different levels of consciousness. And he says, you know, when you commit to love, its opposite shows up.
0: <clears throat> meaning
1: meaning that when you're committed to coming from your highest self, from being love, from staying in a positive mindset, situations will show up to try to knock you off your game. All the time, all the time, and it's Expected. there to get Expected. you to recommit, to recommit again and again. And yes, you do go. Dang, that stinks. I really don't like that. And then you have to brush yourself off and pick yourself back up and keep going.
2: You're going to be tested all along the way, <laughs> so so you know that's just something to expect. But those are those are tests. Like I, I always, I, I actually kind of sometimes like I will laugh at myself or like I just laugh at an experience because I'll notice one pop up for myself like as I'm on my own journey and I'm progressing towards where I want to go and and then suddenly I'm tested and I kind of I will recognize it immediately and I'm like oh okay I know I'm like don't you think I've proven myself enough here (laughs) but I'm like that's okay we can we can keep playing this game if you want because you know it's okay and and, you know the thing the thing about being tested and the, the thing about what do you want to call them? obstacles, barriers? Um, the, the things that come up along along the way while we're progressing to where we want to go or where we want to get to is that those are by design, you know, um, is that they are necessary components to success. Without them, you won't be able to, you won't be able to get to where you want to go. So there's a lesson to be learned within each. And if you can just understand that it actually makes it a lot easier when situations come up that are, Generally, not viewed as being very much fun.
1: Yeah. So,
2: you know, but uh, that's where, that's where, like, you know, it's uh, walking in a direction when there's literally no evidence that, that, you know, you should be going that way. (laughs) But you do it anyways.
1: (laughs) Because (laughs) you can feel into it. You can feel like this is going to open up something for me. And you can feel your own expansion first. You usually feel things internally before they happen externally. So that just shifts everything. So I do want to ask you something, because that's another thing that I notice is, when I want my outside world to change, something always has to change inside for me first. So what do you notice we need to be willing to shift, or what needs to change internally for us to experience the situation that we want?
2: That's a that's a really good question. Um, I think that there are certain, you know, there's things like self doubts. Um, There are the natural things that 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 come up, whether they're emotions of, so you have fear, you have self doubt, um, you have the things that want to kind of knock you off of, you know, whatever it is you're working on. You know, they come up. A lot of times, I always say those things tend to come up in the very beginning. You get over it, and then they love to show up. When things get really hard, <laughs> because because when you when things get really hard, you're really close, mm-hmm. and so I think one of the things that I always tell myself is, is 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 that that's actually really that exact statement is that I just say, hey, it's okay, you know, like this means I this like because because I'm a self published author, I am uh, I'm doing a monumental uh, <laughs> I took a monumental leap of faith. To basically say, hey, I know where I'm headed, but this journey, yeah, it's challenging, you know, and, and it's not it's not easy. And that's okay. And there's 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 moments along the way where it's like, wow, is this really gonna work? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. really but, but I, I think you just have to in those moments, you just have to tell yourself, hey, that's totally normal thing to feel. And it's okay, but don't let it get don't let me get it off my game. Don't let it look, don't let it distract me or or don't, you know, like I said. The destination. Just make sure that that is crystal clear. Dwell in that feeling, and when you know that's like, that's another probably really important thing is is that you can always go back to the feeling. Mm-hmm. So if you're having those moments where you don't feel so great, or you know those those little things like to try and creep in, is just to take some time. Take you know you you. I loved when I loved when we first talked, and you said seventy eight seconds because trying to do a lot of this stuff for the first time. It, it looks like a mountain. It's like, well, how am I supposed to get from down here all the way up, up here? And 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 just starting just seems like, because you immediately think, well, how am I gonna get, how am I gonna do that? You know, that's gonna take forever. And, and the reality is just, you just gotta start. You just have to start. And there's a compounding effect that occurs. And even when it feels like you're not really moving forward, you are actually, you could be taking like millimeter steps and, and making very small progress and that's all right. As long as you just keep, as you keep going. So I think, you know, I know I kind of used a lot of th- different things in there, but, um, but I think it's just kind of giving yourself a little bit of, we can be really hard on ourselves yes. and just giving yourself a little time.
1: You need to give few- yourself a little grace. And the other thing that I tell my clients, you know, when the stuff hits the fan and you, you know, you've been fine, you finally figured things out. You feel like life is groovy at long last. And then the stuff hits the fan again. And you're like, (laughs) you've got to be kidding me. My response to that is congratulations. There you go. (laughs) Means you have expanded to a level where you are ready for more And you are being shown an opportunity. It's because the divine believes in you so much and knows that you have this, knows that you can do this. And that's why you're being given this challenge and you have the tools to overcome it. Is it fun? No. Why no, it's not. And yet that moment right before the light bulb goes off that's the golden buzzer moment if you've ever watched america's got talent or one of those shows where the performer you know they do their thing and the judges are busy yeah. there talking amongst themselves and they always look so confused they're like what what's what's going on here you know <laughs> they don't know that they are in a precipice of massive expansion so the next time you're feeling that uncertainty that doubt that fear that congratulations yeah.
2: you know I'll, I'll give you, i a hundred percent i'll give you a couple examples for your for your audience here just you know and your listeners just because you know i always i i think what's really important is you, you have to have real life experiences and stories um so people can relate and so i will tell you that when i when i wrote that first book and it just like you know it seemed like, okay, that was it. And it really didn't go anywhere. And I'm, I almost drowned. I came out of that and I went, I went and I'm looking at my computer. I had never stopped creating content, but uh, I have a love, really cool story. It's called, you know, Acre of Diamonds. I don't know if you're familiar yeah. with it. Yeah. So, you know, I won't go into all the details of it, but it really, at the essence, it means that what you're looking for is probably a lot closer than you think. And you probably <laughs> already have it in front of you. And so I was looking at my my computer and uh, and I'm going, wow, like, oh my God, my acre of diamonds is right here. I've got everything in front of me, all this content I created. And that was a starting point for me to go, I'm going to just do all this stuff. And I spent a year basically just having a ball, really, <laughs> you know, getting up at four in the morning and, and probably spending six to eight hours every weekend putting all this together. And it turned into this amazing, I, I'm i very proud of the three book series. Um, so, you know, it just kind of goes to show you that when you feel like something is over or it really may not be you may just be right at the precipice of you know that's that the launching point to the next level
1: absolutely that is brilliant i love that so you ahead. know one of the challenges i think most of us have we would love to have a magic wand that just hey presto solves <laughs> everything and takes us immediately to the very end of high success and all this but it doesn't happen that way it's a process so yes. If you were to help us focus, what would be a baby step that we could look for and point to that shows we're actually on the right track and making progress?
2: I mean, I I really believe in doing the inner work first and really understanding, you know, really taking some time to really get to know yourself, you know, because I think a lot of people, I, I, I mean, this is not anything new, but I really do believe this, that there's something special about every person. I think that everyone has a gift inside and there's actually, I believe everyone has a, a a purpose that they were put here for. Um, But and a lot of times it revolves around what your gift is. And a lot of people never really discover that gift. And so I believe that your gift is usually what really comes incredibly Natural or easy to you, and takes almost no effort. And it can be anything, (laughs) you know, it can be literally anything. Mm -hmm. And so, if you can just take some time and really spend, you know, really try to understand, I I figured out my gift very early in life, and I'm very grateful for that (laughs) because it has carried me forward at 51 years old to where, you know, like I said, it doesn't mean I haven't had setbacks and challenges, but. But I, I lived a very blessed life and, and, and I'm very grateful for the just experiences and uh, the ability to, um, you know, have success financially um, in the business world and then to take all of that and to now just want to give it all back, you yeah. know, and, and show other people. So, you know, I would say as far as like a baby, that that's a really good first step if you're really just not really sure about anything as far as what to do. But I think the other thing is to also, um, you know, a lot of people say, "Well, just believe in yourself." It's kind of hard to believe in yourself when you you don't really think you're good at anything, <laughs> and <laughs> which a lot of people, a lot of people out there, I think, do. You know, as they just they 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 have a low self esteem, and and so I, I I don't know. I I think really just um, you know. You don't have to worry about what other people think about you. No. Um, One of the things that I spent as as a child, as a child, um, I was teased, bullied. I I experienced people telling me all the time what wasn't possible or what I was not supposed to do. For some reason, (laughs) I just never listened. (laughs) And so, (laughs) you know, I, I think one of the things is, is like, we get caught up. All the time in looking at what our current circumstances is, uh, our, our current circumstances are, and thinking that these circumstances are going to define what my reality is, and so you know because of this, I'm just not going to be able to do maybe the things I really want to do. Or those, are, those are for other people. Those aren't for me. I mean, what I would be here to tell you is that no, they're for everybody. They're available. You, you can act. It's, it's accessible for anyone. So, you know, I say come up with come up with something, you know, whatever inspires you as a person, (laughs) something, you know, it's 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 individual to all of us. It's just something inside, you know, and and really listen to that small voice within, you know, that it's your intuition. (laughs) You know, it's there to guide you.
1: You know, Matt, I want to add to what you just said, and I think a really powerful exercise every day. I want you to write down acknowledge yourself for something that you did today and appreciate the difference it makes because you had the courage to do it. And it could be acknowledging yourself for listening to someone who is going through a tough time and showing that level of compassion is what you appreciate about yourself. Yeah. And as you do that exercise, you start to realize all the gifts that you're here to share that you can bring to the table. Well, mm-hmm. you've shared so many gifts with us today, Matthew, but I'm gonna ask you for one more because okay, we were talking okay. before we got started and you said you had a free gift for everybody. Could you Absolutely. tell us just a little bit about what that free gift is?
2: So so I, I'm gonna offer a free download of um, really any book you want. So I've got three books available. Uh, I've got The Mindset Game, I've got Reveal Yourself, and I've got Assets of Inspiration. So. Any one of those three books, if you, if you would like a free download of that, Elaine and I will make that available to you.
1: <clears throat> yes, I'll make sure that the link is in the show notes. Now, one of the things that we do that's a little bit different than a lot of places, we always turn the table on our guests because we know that when we give, it's when we receive the most. So, Matthew, what is something that we can do to support you?
2: Oh, well, that's, that's so nice of you to, to say that, you know, <laughs> I will actually tell you, I will, I will receive that without judgment. <laughs> Cause I, I, not to go off on a, on a tangent, but, but, you know, like you said, giving and receiving is equally important. And I think a lot of people are very good givers, but many of us aren't very good receivers. And one of the things I've even worked on in the last number of years is just when someone wants to do something nice for you, let them do it. Um, so if you want to do something nice for me, Honestly, just, you know, love for you to check out my check out my books and see if they resonate with you. You're obviously going to get a free one. And and I'm happy to I am happy to provide that because I want my um, writing and the things I speak about to reach as many people as possible. So here's the thing. You're going to get a free book if you really love it and you think that, that it could help somebody else buy one for someone and send it to them that would be an amazing thing to do just just someone because i guarantee you we all know people who are going through sometimes tough times and a little bit of inspiration or sometimes it's just you can read just one thing that ignites a fire inside of you and says oh my gosh i've got to change (laughs) so that would be a wonderful thing to do only if it only if you think it would help someone
1: so, and also, along the same lines, if you really feel like this is valuable, please leave a review for Matthew as well. That'd be great because yeah. um online reviews make a huge difference to authors. I'm one. I know how important they <laughs> are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Matthew, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, this was a lot of fun it it fabulous. Really enjoyed, it.
2: really enjoyed it. Great conversation. so. I hope your listeners do too
1: well you know you've made it a little tough because now i have to pick just one of the many 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 brilliant things you said <laughs> to activate abundance around so you know you're making my life a little <laughs> difficult but i'll take this kind of challenge every day that i'm, that works I, I,
2: I, I, I'm glad i left it that way that's great
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay stick around because we're going to activate abundance in just a minute So are you ready to activate abundance in every single area of your life? You can get in flow with your business and your clients. It's as easy as you can imagine to create the kind of revenue you really want in your business. You can join me for the abundance journey, six week training and coaching program that help you turn your problems into prosperity. Just visit the to sign up for our next adventure. matthew amazing i mean seriously considering all of the challenges this guy has gone through and he's got such a delightful charismatic personality i mean he's on fire he's so passionate about helping people recognize their physical limitations as inspiration and support from the divine urging them to overcome and come from their highest selves on a consistent basis. I love that. Step one is gratitude. I am super, super, super grateful to Matthew for bringing this to us today, for helping us see life in a completely different way. That was amazing. Step two is to acknowledge something you heard that was a light bulb moment for you. And there were so many. I really struggled to figure out just one to share with you. But when he said using struggle versus letting struggle use you, that was really the fundamental piece that he was talking about because we all have struggles of different kinds in our lives. We all have those setbacks and those redirects. And instead of taking it on with a victim mentality, feeling like life is happening to us, we can choose instead that life is happening for us. And one step beyond happening for us is it's happening through us. So all of those challenges, all of those issues are actually there to allow us to release the limiting beliefs. It's like we're holding on to all these veils that are covering up the beauty that we truly are. And when we face those challenges, we get to drop a veil. And all of a sudden, the beauty starts to shine through and life becomes easier and more fulfilling and more effortless. So step two is to acknowledge something you heard that was an aha for you. I've heard this before, but the way Matthew explained it was really profound to me. Are you using struggle or are you letting struggle use you? Step three, appreciate the difference it can make in your life. Well, instead of acting like life is happening to me, I realize no, this is actually happening for me, it's shaping me, and I'm going to allow this to open me, to release those veils of limiting beliefs so that it can flow through me. I'm here to be that conduit for the divine and let go of all the gunk that's been stoppering me up. That's what's so powerful about this. I loved what he had to say there. Step four, activate abundance. We've got three different ways we can do that. First one, grab your calendar and schedule an appointment to get it done. This one takes a little longer. Second version, come up with a physical trigger, like crossing your fingers or tugging on your earlobe as a reminder that this is how I want to show up. Now, for me, I'm just going to start telling myself the third way is to declare what you're going to do differently. I want to declare that I am going to de- describe struggles are a sign of success. Struggles are a sign of success. It was like one of the things that Matthew said, when things get the hardest is when you know you're getting really, really close to your objective. So I'm going to embrace these struggles as a sign of success and an opportunity for me to let go of those limiting beliefs, to identify them from the beginning because it only feels like a struggle because there's a hidden limiting belief that makes it feel like a struggle. It's not really. It doesn't have to be. I can let go of that part and love my life if I choose to. It's my choice, and nobody can choose it for me. Struggle is a sign of success from now on. Step five, celebrate your progress. My gosh, this was such an incredible conversation to be able to view struggles as part of the fuel that serves me, that empowers me, that uplifts me, that emboldens me, that allows me to open up fully and serve the divine and serve everyone I know. masterful I mean, wow. And besides, what a cool guy. I mean, I could talk to Matthew for hours. This guy's fascinating and his background is amazing. So I can't wait to get a hold of his books. And I hope you will take some time to read his books too. Thanks for joining me today. I'll see you next time for The Abundance Journey.
0: You've been listening to The Abundance Journey Show with Elaine Starling.